grateful. Uh, we're trying to see if we can get the things going here as far as the media. We just, you know, uh, been a minute, but whether we do or whether we don't, it'll be okay. Amen. Because I know that God has a word for us this morning. I know that. And I'm ever so thankful and ever so grateful. Uh, we're praying for those that are out uh, this morning and those that are on vacation and those that are, are sick this morning and uh, those that's either late or still in the bed, whichever it is. And we're praying that uh, uh, God will just <clears throat> take them, uh, shake them a little bit and let them know that he is still on the throne. Amen. He is still on the throne. We were thankful and we're grateful for all that the Lord is doing. We like to uh, say to our online community, we thank and praise God for you. Uh, God has been speaking uh, a word of prophecy and things are um, is beginning to happen. Um, and we need to know that this is a time where we need to get closer and closer to God. We need to get closer and closer to God. It's so imperative that we do get closer and closer to God. Uh, Things have speeded up, as Dr. Manley readily say. Things have speeded up so fast, and things are changing. So we need to make sure we are in line and in the will of God. That is so important. Uh, people are falling away from the faith. And people are falling away from God. And people are doing what the Bible says, that in perilous times, there are many different things that, that will be happening. And they have become lovers of themselves more than lovers of God. And that is what we see. People are more lovers of themselves rather than of God. We see unruly children. And uh, we see people out of control. Uh, it's just so much happening right now. Uh, but the main thing is that the body, we as the body of Christ, we remain faithful to the Lord Almighty. It's just so important that we remain faithful unto him. And, uh, and if we do, he will take care of us. Amen. Uh, I do want to give a praise report while we're waiting. Dr. Manley, he's trying to get um, the media up going so we can stream live. Um, Brother Josh, uh, I sent out a, um, a text to most of you. I think most of you got it. Brother Josh was here um, some months ago, and uh, I think he had been here twice oh maybe. And on the third time, he was you know, was to be in church. However, he wasn't, and he was in a car accident. And he was in a very serious car accident. Um, he wasn't able to walk. Uh, he wasn't able to speak. Uh, they didn't even know whether or not he was going to make it or not. And uh, we, along with many others, have been praying and praying for his, his recovery. And so on yesterday, his mother, uh, Miss Bonita... Uh, she sent us a video of him walking. Praise be to the Lord. He was walking and he was talking. Amen. He was walking and talking. So at this time, five, four, three, two, one, and we are already live. We can't get that. Um Go down and cut it down. No, it's not. It's just over here. We don't have Facebook up. 
I am as soon as I cut this down where it don't have an echo. Morning, church. Morning. Blessed Father, our God, in Jesus' name, we do pray this morning. <clears throat> we thank you for allowing us to be here, Father God. We glorify your holy name, not ours. And Father, help me to decrease while you increase in me, Father God, so that I can bring this word forth. In Jesus' name, let the church say amen. Amen. Let the church say amen once again. And once again, for the Holy Spirit, amen. Our message today is noted as the Euphrates. And it's a word to the nation. Our sermon.net is up, but Facebook is not. So don't worry about it. We'll deal with that later. We'll get it on there. A while back, not long ago, I guess about a month maybe ago, maybe, yeah, about a month. I remember... God telling us something about he's in the wind. And I've been watching these fires from Canada. And we didn't even know they were burning until 10 million acres had burned. And that wind is carrying it. And it's still carrying it. Fires are still burning. The smoke has reached all the way across to Europe. The air quality is the worst in some cities than it's ever been in the world. And what a lot of people don't understand is that how dangerous this is. People that's got respiratory diseases, COPD, asthma, and things of that nature, It's very dangerous for them. But not only that, but all that stuff that's being burnt up, we don't know what it is, all the toxicities, all those pine trees and stuff, when that stuff burns up, it gets glass particles, glass-like particles from the south. And you can't see them with the naked eye and people are breathing it in. And eventually it's going to kill off a lot of people. It's already doing that. But it's going to kill off a lot of people later on because they're not going to realize what's happening to them. But see, when those glass particles get stuck in your lungs, they're there permanently. And this thing is still burning. All those wildfires are still burning. And I was telling Brenda that when I looked at the satellite from, from space down at it, 
all those fires started at the same time. It was like a, a big butane lighter with one master switch. So that got me to thinking. I said, okay, man got his hand in this. And then he's manipulating the wind, the air, and causing it. What I'm trying to say, church, it's a way to filter out people, kill them. It's another form of attack. We're going to be talking about the Euphrates this morning because you're going to learn some things here this morning that are very vital. This is a serious ministry. This is not a ministry where we come up in here and just have fun. This is a ministry, this is serious business up in here. So let's get down to business. Thank you, Jesus. The Euphrates. Brenda, will you go and switch that on number one? You know how to do that? I'll do it. We're a little short this morning. Don't worry about it. Bear with us. Just bear with us. Because I guarantee you it's worth it's worth the bearing. I'll guarantee you that. Let's go to Genesis 2 verses 14. The last sentence. The last sentence in verses 14 of Genesis 2 says, And the fourth river is Euphrates, which means fruitfulness, and it also means breakout, okay? And it's the fourth river because fourth or four represents totality. So the Euphrates, in actuality, is the totality of all the rivers here that ran out of Eden. It was four of them. The Gihon, the Pisan, uh, uh, there was another one uh, called the um, Hedekiah, and then there was the Euphrates, the fourth one. Total fruitfulness and a total breakout. Amen? Amen. That's where it began. That's the first place you're going to see the Euphrates in the Bible. It's right there. Now, when we fast forward to Jeremiah, we're going to see something that's going to devastate the way of the world. Go to Jeremiah 51, and we're going to read from verses 60 to 64, okay? Let me know when you get there. We're going old school this morning. Jeremiah 51, verse 60 through 64. Tell me when you get there. Amen? All right, look at the word. So Jeremiah, Jeremiah means uh, Jehovah has appointed. Amen? So Jeremiah wrote in a book all the evil that should come 
upon Babylon. Even all these words that are written against Babylon. Now we know that Babylon is confusion. It is the world system that uses division to conquer us. Amen? It said, even all these words that are written against Babylon. He told Jeremiah to write in a book. And Jeremiah said to Sariah, Sariah means Jehovah rules, okay? He said, when you come to Babylon, that world system of confusion, and, now this is Jeremiah talking to Sariah. This is the one that God has appointed to speak to the spirit that rules, which is Jehovah rules, Sariah, all right? It says that when thou come to Babylon and shall see and shall read all these words, then shalt thou say, O Lord, thou hast spoken against this place. These are instructions that Jeremiah has given to Sariah. He tell him, now when you get to Babylon, now this is what you speak. He said, to cut it off, that none shall remain in it, neither man nor beast, but it shall be desolate forever. We're talking about this world system of confusion. Amen? And it shall be, verse 63 says, when thou hast made an end of this reading, look what's about to take place. I'm going somewhere, y'all. That thou shalt bind a stone to it. That's a thought, a spiritual thought. He's telling the, 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 the spirit of rulership, Jehovah rules, that to place a thought in this book and cast it into the midst of what? I thought Euphrates was supposed to be a place of fruitfulness. That's what it is. But here it is that God is saying, I want you to throw this book, which has all the evils in it of Babylon, I want you to throw it into their fruitfulness. Amen? Mm-hmm. There's going to be a breakout, y'all, a jailbreak. And thou shalt say, verse 64, thus shall Babylon sink. And shall not rise from the evil that I will bring upon her. I say, I'm going to bring this evil. And they shall be weary. Thus far are the words of Jeremiah. So you see what's happening here. Over here in Genesis, it was the epitome of fruitfulness. Amen. The fourth river. But when it gets... Over here to Jeremiah, something changes that's going to change the direction of the Euphrates River. Amen? Both spiritually and physically. Amen? Follow me now because this thing going to get a little deep here. So you got to follow me close. And I know you can because I know my people. Now... 
Let's go on over here to, uh, speaking of Babylon, let's go over here to Revelation 18, verses 2. Revelation 18, verse 2. Over there. Look what he said. And he cried mightily with a strong voice saying, Babylon the great is fallen. It fell physically. And is fallen, it fell spiritually. And it become a habitation of devils and the hold of every foul spirit and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. Does that sound like the world today? Especially America, who is the leader of the unclean birds. In a cage, trapped in a place called earth. Y'all remember that? Well, Revelation 9, verses 13 through 17. We're just going to go on down through here. Revelation 9, verses 13 through 17. Tell me when you get there. It says here that, and the sixth angel, six represents man, and the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns, the total power, of the golden altar which is before God. Amen. Saying to the sixth angel which had the trumpet, loose, he says, the four angels which are bound in the great river where? Euphrates. And the four angels, which are demons, they were loosed, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for to slay the third part of men. Look at all the killing. Look at all the killing, y'all, around the world. Now, what's happening here is Jeremiah changed the course when that book was written about the evils against Babylon, this world system. The same Babylon there is the same one over here in Revelation. Same one. Jeremiah changed the course of the Euphrates of their fruitfulness. Amen. How did he do it? By throwing that book into the Euphrates River. All right? All right, when he threw that book of all the evils that are in the Euphrates River, that's in uh, uh, Jeremiah 51, I think it's verse 60 through 64, uh, for those that just came in, so that you can understand where we're going with this and where we came from. We started in Genesis 2.14. About the Euphrates. We went on over here to Jeremiah, which is just about the middle of the book almost. And we see that God has had Jeremiah to write a book and give it to Sariah. Sariah meaning God rules. And he throws it into all this evil that's in this book that he wrote. He threw it into the Euphrates. River. 
which represents our fruitfulness. Amen? Now, what happened here is that when you get on over here to Revelation, he says, loose. He says to the sixth angel, which represents man, six is the representation of man, he has a message. The angel is a messenger. And the messenger is saying, look, loose the four demonic angels, because that's what they are. Loose them. Now, I want you to understand something here, church. When that book of evil was cast into the Euphrates River, do you not know that those waters and everything in that Euphrates River soaked up what was in that book? Including those angels. Are you with me? So now what we have is the Euphrates is drying up. Just like the book of Revelation said it would do. And the more it dries up, the more loose those angels become. Amen? Amen. Trying to help you understand why the world's so crazy now. So here these angels are, and they're being released, jailbreak. Now they, not only when the book was thrown into the Euphrates, not only did the waters soak it up, the evil that was in the book, that was thrown in it, but them angels soaked it up too. All those evils that's against Babylon was soaked up by not only the waters of the Euphrates, but also everything, including those angels that are in the Euphrates, that were bound in the Euphrates. Am I making sense up in here? Yes. Mm-hmm. So as this thing dries up, this river, Euphrates, those angels become more and more free. It's a jailbreak. These angels got all this stuff in them that they soaked up from the evils that was written in that book. They're coming out strong against the world. Evil is turning on evil. Amen? Watch what happens. Watch what happens. Verse 16. We know that a third part of the men going to be killed by him because they were prepared. These angels were prepared for an hour, a day, a month, and a year. We don't really know how long that is. 
Verse 16 says, And the number of the army of the horsemen were 200,000, which is 200 million strong. That's a lot. And I heard the number of them. And I saw, and thus I saw the horses or the powers in the vision. And then that sat on them having breastplates of what? Fire. The breastplate of fire is a representation of what they had in their heart. And it was lust. The burning desire of lust. Are we there? Are we there in this world? Uh And not only that, but they had Jason and Brimstone. We'll get to that. And the heads of the horses were as the heads of lions. This is what I want you to understand about this. See, they use that word, the heads of lions. How many of y'all know that Jesus Christ is the lion of Judah? Amen. So everything that Christ does, there's a counterfeit. So here, they have heads like lions, right? In other words, a lot of people believe what they hear on the news. A lot of people believe what they read on social media. A lot of people believe what they hear from whoever holds your ear holds your future. So they, 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 they are saying that and they are promoting themselves as speaking the truth. That's why they've got heads like lions. Amen. But they're really speaking lies. Are you with me? They're really speaking lies. And as this river goes down. And these angels are being released more and more. China and its compadres, close friends, what they're going to do is they're going to march 200 million strong. That's why China is getting in position now to do this. Now, it says in verse 17, about the middle of the way, it says, And the heads of the horses, their powers, was as the heads of lions. See, their power is in the lies that they're telling. To a society that's gullible and will go after anything. And out of their mouth, look, look, look what comes out their mouth. It should fire, which is lust. Amen. Uh-huh. I heard them say the other day on the gay pride thing, yeah, we're coming at your children. They were marching down the street. You got little boys, they're trying to put dresses on them in school without the Folk even knowing y'all folk that's got children in school, y'all, yeah, y'all be careful. Y'all be careful. 
So out of their mouth issued lust, that's fire, amen? And from their lust came a smoke called ignorance, amen? Because smoke is with darkened things, right? Well, we already just spoke about that from the fires. So man is so ignorant now because he's caught up in his lust. And the reason he caught up in his lust is because all of these things are being bombarded at us from every direction. Why? Because that book that was thrown back in Jeremiah days, that evil book against Babylon, and those angels soaked it up because that's where they were in the Euphrates, according to the Bible. So, What's happening is, is that the angels are only releasing what was in the book. Because the book had instructions in it. And one of the things that they released was lust in a higher degree than it's ever been in the earth. Amen? Which makes us ignorant, blinded. Right? We're not lust blind you. Come on, you can talk to me. You can talk to me. I'm not going to judge you. Y'all know me. I'm just going to speak the truth. And from this smoke, this ignorance, see it's a domino effect, came the brimstone. That's the last word in verse 17 of chapter 9 of Revelation. Amen? Brimstone represents a choking. It's sulfur. It'll choke you. Go to Mark 4.19, I believe it is. Yeah. Go to Mark 4.19. Are we there? What does it say? The cares of the world? The deceitfulness of sin? Of riches? And the lust of other things entering in? What does it do? It chokes the word and it causes it to be unfruitful, right? So here we are. These demonic entities who are, be, have, are being released from the Euphrates River because the Bible says it loosened those angels, those demons that were bound, not by the Euphrates, but in the Euphrates. So God put a evil report into the Euphrates River, which represents our fruitfulness. This place is going down, y'all. <laughs> now, you can believe them lies if you want to. But this place is going down. And I'm not going to sit here and preach to you a feel-good message, and unprepare you, prepare you for a rabbit, as I always say, when it's a bear out there waiting on you. Amen. See, them other churches will prepare you for a rabbit. As long as you can get your stuff, they'll flock. But from, from what I realize about the Bible, he says that ain't but a few going to get in. Mm-hmm. You say judgment is going to start in the house of the Lord first. 
And it's mostly going to start with a sorry you-know-what preachers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on with it. Because they ain't doing nothing but taking your money and telling you what you want to hear. And then you'll go home and you say, oh, we had a good time at church, but you ain't learned nothing but how to act a fool, how to be ignorant. How to be ignorant. Because it appears to me that society loves to be ignorant. Now, ignorant is not a bad word. The only way ignorant remains bad, it just simply means you don't know. But after you know and you refuse the truth, now you're stupid. It takes it to another level now. See, you ain't ignorant no more. See, you done rejected the truth. And now it's done made you plumb stupid. We all go through that at some point in time in life. Amen? We got to be real up in here. We can't play because our souls are at stake. I always tell y'all that. So, Verse 18 says, let's see, is that, do I want to go that far? 918, yeah, 918 says, By these three was the third part of men killed, by the fire, which is lust, by the smoke, which is the ignorance that comes from lust and blinds us. Are you with me? And by the choking of the word, the brimstone, which issue out of their mouth. Because what happens is, is that these lies that the media, the government, your friends, social media, all over the place. Instagram, TikTok, I don't care. It's destroying our intelligence. And it's making us ignorant. That's all coming from them demons who have ingested that book of evil that the Lord had Jeremiah write and place in the Euphrates River by Sariah. And now this is the outcome of it. I'm trying to give you some understanding on why the world is crazy like it is now. If you ever try to figure that out now, Keep it simple. They say that the four angels are being loose because the Euphrates River is drying up. And as it dries up, it releases, it takes the chains off those demonic angels, those four, who have ingested all those evil instructions that Jeremiah wrote, that God told him to write. And Jeremiah told Sarai, throw it in the Euphrates River. Verse 19, for their power was where? In their mouth. Say they're going to speak great things against the Most High God. They're going to say what's down is up and what's up is down. They're going to say what's wrong is right 
and what's right is wrong. They're going to tell you, you got to succumb to what I want you to do. But I don't have to respect your values. You got to respect mine, but I don't have to respect yours. That's, that's how they done turn this thing around, you see. That's, what, that, that, that's how they done turn this whole situation around. And it's going to get worse, and it's going to get worse, and it's going to get worse, and it's going to get worse. Because in a minute, when that Euphrates drive completely... All hell is going to break loose. And all hell is breaking loose right now in the world. See, there's stuff going on that if you don't keep up with it, you won't even know what's going on. Because all you're concerned about is if I want to get some overtime, I better get back up here. I better get on back up here. And the whole world is dying. With you and me, right before our eyes, and we worried about where we're going to get some overtime. <laughs> Is that how puny our minds are? That we can't see no further than a dollar bill, which is made from the occult and got a spirit all in it that's occultism? And then you got these preachers up here with these old uh, uh, mason rings on. That old occultism. You not know that Mason worship Lucifer when they get to 33rd degree? It is revealed to them who their God is? Lucifer? Do you not know that? And, and anybody that sits up here with a sickle and a square on a ring and y'all sit up under it, I'm going to let you name your own self. I'm going to let you figure out what you are. Because you've been told. You've been warned. If you see that blue, you won't hardly see no red ring. But them red ones, 33 degrees. But them, them blue ones, which most of them are, that's them little underlings with that uh, square and that sickle in it. You better run like the Dickens from that. Because that's occultism in the pulpit. My job is to instruct you. My job ain't to hype you up. My, my job is to educate you. I'm just about done. Revelation 9, 20 and 21. Look here. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me go back to Verse 19. For the power is in their mouth. That means they're speaking lies, right? And watch this. And it's in their tails, too. Why is it in their tails? Because those are the ones that's following them, and they're the ones that's propagating the lies that comes from the head. Are you with me? So you got the head and the tail. You got the leaders telling the lies to the followers. And the followers are speaking the same thing. Lies. For the tails were likened to serpents. 
And had heads. They had heads. See there? They got, I told you, that's them followers. They got heads too. On them. And with them they do hurt. Why? Because they propagate the lies that are coming from up top. You got people that'll kill you because of politics. You got people that'll kill you because of you can't say nothing about my preacher, my pastor. And your pastor crazy as a bat. But you can't say nothing about they crazy. Because them followers have bought into the lies that's coming from the pulpit. Real preachers got a hard job. We got to straighten up a mess. I say real preachers. Because first of all, if you want a big church, and we do ministry all around the world, so we ain't worried about it. We serve a big God. We don't, you know, we don't care nothing about, you know. We got the eye of that camera right there, and that camera reaches the world. It reaches all kind of countries, including America. But the thing about it is, is that verse 20 says, And the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues, they didn't repent. Of the works of their hands. That they should not worship devils. And idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and woods. Which neither can see, hear, nor walk. What I'm saying church is people still going to do what they want to do. It ain't nothing nobody can do about it. Until God step in and do his thing. And he's going to do that. Last verse. Neither repented they of their murders. A lot of killing going on, ain't it? You think they repenting about that? Not according to this word. Nor of their sorceries. That ring. And that's just one of the things. They got witches, warlocks, eastern stars. They got all that. Got them right up there in the church. I was preaching at a church one time in North Carolina. You remember that, baby, don't you? Woman up in there had an old white handkerchief going around collecting hair and putting it in there. I saw it. Demonic. Trying to put a spell on somebody. So they didn't repent of their murders or their sorceries or their fornications, nor of their thefts. They keep fornicating. They keep stealing. They keep killing. They keep lying. And from my understanding, none of this is going to get into the kingdom of God. From my understanding of the Bible, I got a pretty good understanding of it. But this I'm saying to you for our clothes. That those angels in Revelation, 
they're being released. That's why when you see things getting crazy like it is now, and it's going to get crazy and crazy and crazy, you just understand all you got to do is say, okay, the four angels are being released out of the Euphrates. And there's a big war that's about to get going because as soon as it dries up, the Bible says 200 million strong are coming this way. This is not to scare you. This is to enlighten you. Because God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but one of love, power, and sound mind. Love, power, and a sound mind. Amen? Amen. Give God praise up in this house. You know, I don't know about you all, but I I picked up on that fact that um, about how the word Euphrates means fruitfulness. But when God speaks to Jeremiah in chapter number 51, he tells him to take that book and uh, uh, throw that book of evil into the Euphrates. And in the Euphrates is where those uh, demonic angels are that's going to be released. So... uh, um, it's like our fruitfulness will be um, infiltrated by demonic activity. So, so as as we go back and, and review those scriptures, you know, um, he went from uh, Genesis chapter two, um, dealing with the Euphrates, and then he goes to Jeremiah chapter number fifty-one, uh, dealing with the the evil book being thrown into Euphrates. I mean, into in, in Babylon. Then we go over to 